Hey, maybe we should do the whole thing in Afrikaans. Okay, we're really recording, just so that you know. <gasps> okay, so the whole thing in Afrikaans. Okay, so vandaag ons gaan praat oor... Yeah, vandaag gaan ons. Okay, so there we go. So there we go. So, good morning, good afternoon, and uh, so we are here with some guests. Um, John and, and Sarah from the US. <laughs> they are South Africans. And um, so I'll first welcome you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. Yes, we're happy to have them. I'm not a guest. Oh, you're not a guest. Okay. No. So the controversial topic today, do you have a topic? No, but I know you have one. I can tell that you have one. So please spit it out. Okay, well, tell me what topic you have because I, I see that you're thinking of, you, you thought of a topic this week. So what controversial topic did you have? No, you are. You, you're thinking about it. No, I know I am, but... And we talk about yours. We always do mine, every week. I know, but this week we won't do yours, but what was your topic anyway? My topic is the spirit of suppression. Okay. Mm -hmm. In the church? It's not controversial, but it's... it's, I suppose it's controversial for some, because people think that there's no... The the church is, you know, doesn't have spirits. Okay. Okay. What's your topic? Well, I've got an exciting topic. I think this topic is so controversial, especially now. It's actually the Christmas tree. <laughs> should Christians should Christians have Christmas trees? Okay. Well, you should have to start first. Should Christians celebrate Christmas? Wow, well, we could do that too. No, but that that leads into it, right? Well, maybe it could be be a bigger thing and talk about the traditions that we have. We could talk about should should Christians have. Uh, birthday cakes with candles on. Should Christians have Easter bunnies and and have Easter egg hunts and say and call it resurrection? So let's start with just the simple one, okay? Okay. Halloween. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with um, Christmas tree. So um, I'm gonna start with you guys. What do you think about it? What do you think about a Christmas tree? Just what are your thoughts? Did you ever have a Christmas tree growing up? Oh yes, we uh, we grew up in a Christian home, but we still had a Christmas tree. Um, and then when we moved to the states, for some reason, it was like God was saying we should not have Christmas trees. But you had it when you're growing up. Yes, we did. Growing up in a Christmas, my my mom was uh, Dutch Reformed, my dad was Catholic. And we did have Christmas trees growing up in the house. Okay. Um, what about you? Well, yes, we grew up with Christmas trees as well over Christmas. And when we came to the States, I had a dream about Christmas trees where Jesus was walking next to me okay. and asking me if... Uh, okay. okay, we'll get to, we'll, okay. We'll get to there. I'm but, sorry, I just want to find out from you, like, when you were younger... How did you see the Christmas tree? What was your thoughts on the Christmas tree like? Like, did you think it's part of the Christmas? Like, I don't know. When you saw a Christmas tree at, at when you were younger, did that did that represent Christ to you? Does that represent happiness to you? What did it represent to you? Or? Where you can find the gifts. Yes. So, so it's happiness, right? <laughs> yes, it's where you could find the gifts, and all the gifts were under the tree. So. You were looking for your name under the tree and how many gifts you had under the tree. Wow. But, but, but what is Christmas supposed to be about? 
It's about celebrating Christ. Is that what it's supposed to be? It's supposed to be, yeah. The birth of Christ. Okay. What about you, Catherine? Oh, yeah. Christmas tree. Same for, same for me. We had a Christmas tree and was beautiful. I mean, it, it not only did it represent the gifts under the tree, which we needed to count, which we were so excited for, which was the whole event was the Christmas tree, but the Christmas tree also had uh, memorabilia that was significant to the family. So it also was like a memory tree. Oh, because you have four memories around the tree. Yes, yeah, so right? you would have special ornaments which link to special events, which relate to special moments or memories or places or people. Yeah, that's okay. Christmas trees were yeah, a very big part of Christmas. In okay. fact, yeah, you wouldn't have Christmas without Christmas trees. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go... What about you? Oh, yeah, same thing. I, n nothing... For me, the Christmas tree was... It was really... It wasn't really Christ. It was really about gifts, and it was felt like we had we used the excuse of focusing on Christ, but it was really about the gifts. It was really about presence, and it was some way of connect, connecting with the community. Because all you can say, "What did you get for Christmas?" Did you put up your tree yet? Did you put up your tree yet? Oh, where did you get your ornaments from? It was a way of connecting with the community, a way of connecting with um, our friends. Um, what do you need? <coughs> Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. No, you you can cough. Cough <coughs> that frog out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is not like right? You can. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to. You can speak. So. Um, no tooting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not controversial tea. Okay, so. What changed for you, Lisa? I'll start with you. You said about you had a you had a dream when you got to the U.S. You saw. Yeah. So what changed is one night I had this dream from God where Jesus was walking next to me, and we saw Christmas trees everywhere. So He simply asked me the question, "What do I see?" So I said to Him, "I see Christmas trees," and then He must have touched my eyes or. Touch, uh, yeah, not physically, but he must have touched my eyes because he asked me again and says, "What do you see now?" And I said, "Oh, I see the Christmas tree as the center of the celebration, where everything about Christmas is centered around the Christmas tree because that's where the gifts go. The the tree goes in the center of the uh, house where it's visible to everybody, and." it seems like that's where the main focus was, was on the Christmas tree. So the next day I threw out our Christmas tree. And why did you do that? I felt convicted. Why? Because Christmas tree should not be the center of our celebration. If we are going to celebrate Christmas, then it should be all about Jesus and not the Christmas tree or having gifts under the Christmas tree. It became so centered around Christmas tree and because without a Christmas tree what do you do with the gifts? As mm -hmm. it seems to be where it, where it was. And so we threw out the Christmas tree. No more Christmas trees. What about you, Duane? Living in the same house now. You, you here you are. Who's John? John. <laughs> Mick. <laughs> Mick. Uh, well, um, like I say, when we moved to the States, we, um, I started feeling that we should not have a Christmas tree. I couldn't explain it. Um, in 
fact, I was very against us having a Christmas tree. Why? Um, just false. Just, just a motivation of a heart. And it became stronger and stronger. I mean, of course, you read Jeremiah 10, verse 10. It says, Do not follow the ways of the pagans. I mean, it goes to explain. It says, One makes a tree and he dresses it up, but it makes a little footstand for it. Mm. I mean, if that's not a clear description of a Christmas tree, I don't know what is. Yep. So yep. it became became blaringly obvious. You know, just Guys, I think you're looking at this the wrong way because, you know, you don't have to associate... Uh, uh, you know, Chris, a tree is, is something God created. He made it beautiful. It's all His creation. And if we, we have plants in our houses, we put mm -hmm. up beautiful green things. Why is a Christmas tree such a bad thing? I mean, you're just cutting a tree. We cut flowers and we put flowers in a in in, in a in a vase and we put pretty things around flowers on the table. What, what what's wrong with having a green tree with a little bit of a few gifts? Sounds very uh, what's the word uh, legalistic. legalistic to me. Absolutely, and that's. <laughs> I mean, we are not supposed to worship creation, only the Creator. And if you look at what people do, every time they place a gift, whether they, whether they place a gift under the tree or they get a gift from under the tree, they're bowing before that tree. And we're supposed to bow before one and one alone. Well, I think, aren't you saying a little bit too far now? Because don't you bow down when you go get your pots? From your from your your cupboards, you're bowing down. So you're bowing down to the dishwasher, because you, or you could bow getting the dishes out. Are you not bowing down to that too? Well, we're doing the same ritualistic thing that the pagans used to do. They used to they used to do these specific things to worship the the gods, the pagan gods, and we're doing the same action mm -hmm. in the same way, and I think we reap the same reward. And it's purely idolatry. So your wife doesn't like it when you do the same things that you would do for your ex-girlfriend. She doesn't like that, eh? I suspect she wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. Is that we, we God says He's a jealous God, but we're using we're using um, pagan concepts to celebrate Him. So let's take, for example, the, the tree, the symbolism of the tree. Because you can take what is, can you take what is evil and turn it for good? Isn't that what God did for us? Yes, He did. So look, look at the tree now. So the tree could represent the the cross. The star on the top can represent the star of Bethlehem. The gifts underneath can represent the gifts that the wise men gave to Christ, also the, the gifts that God gives to us. The lights on the tree, like Luther would say, would be... The light of the world. The, we are the light of the world, right? The, the tinsel and the balls can represent the Holy Spirit. So why would that be wrong if, as long as everybody understands that that's what it's for? Would that be wrong? Anybody? I think we're trying to make pagan things fit... Uh, we're trying to use pagan things to worship God as opposed to saying Father God how do you want us to worship you I don't think we would take a Buddha and, and, and put a Buddha and say well we're just going to rub his head every day because it's like touching God he wouldn't want that and we know that but why do we 
you know, balk at the idea of touching a Buddha's head every day when we know it's an idol, and yet it's okay to have a Christmas tree which is in, is in itself an idol. Because bowing down to anything and worship anything makes it an idol. Well, okay, but they're not bowing down to the tree. Just like you're not bowing down to the dishwasher when you're taking out dishes. Yeah, oh, the kids are essentially bowing down, kneeling down to get the gift. Take the gift. Maybe the or question put is, the gifts under. why are the gifts there in the first place? And, and to, to your point, isn't that the reason of, of um, why the, the, the tree was put in the first place? Why was it? Why was it actually uh, brought? Like, like who it started? The, it was the only tree. Who started this? Back it was in the only tree that was green. So during the winter time, mm -hmm. when every all the leaf, trees lost their leaves, it was the only tree that stayed green. So it represented fertility. It represented life. It represented hope that there is a, a spring coming, and that's why those. So if you bring in a tree like that, let's say for example, you I bring have it, trees in my house. Okay, so is there, are they Christmas trees? I mean, the, 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 the trees in my house are not because I'm worshipping them, I'm bowing down or for decoration to, you know, say I'm celebrating Jesus. That's not the reason I have the trees in my house. I have plants in my house because I like, you know, I can grow plants. I want to grow for food, grow for looking at. There's, these trees are not growing. They cut down at the base and then put up. Oh, and okay. the whole house is lined with greenery. It was all very symbolic of the pagan ritual. Way, 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 way back when. And that's why the, that period of time was actually building up to the winter solstice. Because on the winter solstice, which was around the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th of, 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 of December, it was the time where the days would start to get longer. And so the pagans would celebrate Mother Nature, Mother Earth. There's still celebrations. The pagans still celebrate during winter solstice because the days are getting longer, which means there's new life, which there's new hope. So we have to thank nature. We have to thank, you know, all these other things. That that was the purpose of it. But what happens if you want to bring in a tree, like a, a green tree, because it smells nice? And you cut it down and you bring it into the house because you want a small pine. Oh, I do. I bring pine in and I boil it for vitamin C tea. Yes, I use but, but it. Say, no, but you just want to smell in the air. Have a tree growing in your house all year round. Why that date? Why does it have to be twenty fifth of December? Why can't it happen the whole year round? So he's telling me that the trees were only put up in in somebody's house on the twenty around about the twenty fifth of December. That's right. And it was specifically to to do what? To worship. What? To worship and celebrate the goddess of there was a goddess of fertility because Nimrod his birth was. But wasn't um, fertility the one that was in in April? What's the one in December? It was Nimrod, but there is the goddess of fertility. It was a whole big thing, and actually there would there would be a whole um, a, a whole celebration of twelve days of orgies and feasts. That's what the twelve days of Christmas song comes from too. It was twelve days of feasting and orgies and food. All in celebration. I thought the orgies and food and stuff was actually in... in um, Listen, I don't want to be an expert on pagan rituals, but oh. that's what I understand. <laughs> okay, because I thought it was earlier. I thought that was in during the Easter time period, so that when, when they fell pregnant, then... They would sacrifice their babies, babies in December. In, in December. So there would be perfect time for them to sacrifice the babies in December um, because they fell pregnant in around about... But uh, there was 12 days of, April, 12 days of feasting. April, Maybe May, June, July, August, September, October, November... December, yeah, for nine months, which would be a perfect time period, right? Nine months for sacrificing. And 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 the the star on the above that, um, hmm, 
So, so you believe it's pagan? I don't believe, I know. Absolute, what do you guys? Absolutely, absolutely. pagan. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Do you think there's a curse associated with somebody having a tree in their house? Yes, we believe sickness is involved in it. You open a door to sickness. Um, anytime you follow and you, you disobey the word that says, do not have any idols before me, you open a door to the enemy. He's going to waltz in. He's going to take any opening he can get. So if you, if, so, but it, what it means I don't believe it's an idol. I don't believe it's an idol. Let's say I, don't, say I don't believe it's an idol and I bring it into my house and I'm not worshipping it. Is that still considered an idol and is that is that a problem oh absolutely i mean i can go to the top of your roof and not believe in gravity but if i step off that roof i'm gonna you know yeah. i'm gonna meet earth very quickly <laughs> okay so so now I'm, i was thinking okay so what happens if um so you say the curses that can come in because of sickness can come in because of the idol what else could happen? Well, I've heard a lot of Christians say that, you know what, I'm just decorating my house. I'm just making it. it I just, it's a feel-good time of year. You know, when the winter's so dark, it's a celebration to look forward to. I, I'm not worshipping it. I mean, we, we, we read the story about baby Jesus. We go to church. We have celebrations. We bless each other. It's just, it's just a tradition we're choosing to participate in. We don't, we're not worshipping everything like the pagans do. So if someone brought a... Let's say a Ouija board into the house for decorations. No, no, it's, it's a coffee table. It was a Ouija board. It, 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 it was a Ouija board, but it's but Being it's made into the coffee table. Yeah, or a piece of wood that is made into a Ouija board, but then they make it into a um, a table. Would it be cursed? Yes. Yes, because of the previous purpose that it was used for. Because unless somebody broke the curse over it, unless somebody actually cut off the curse, it's still cursed. Because yeah, that's what it was used for. But those things are usually, once God shows it to you, they're usually destroyed. You break it, you burn yes. it by fire, and even the ashes you want, you don't want it on your grounds anymore. So you dispose of them. So you're referring to the cough that um, the the Israelites made because they knew that God took them out but they wanted to see somebody that they could worship and so they made a calf image and he said do not make a calf image they, they made this to celebrate Yahweh it, it wasn't Yahweh they knew that but they were making it to celebrate him and he said no because they, they were doing what is right in their own eyes not what is right in, in God's eyes and even to, to your point is, is even in Acts they burnt all the, the witchcraft the books of witchcraft and the and, and pagan if it's not for god it's against god which means it's from the devil that that there's, there's no middle ground you're either for god or you're against god he's with me god says he he, he is with, with with the world is an enemy of god he is he's a friend of the world, world is an enemy of god mm -hmm. so you've got to make a choice i really fundamentally believe you you, you have to make a choice there's no middle ground here Okay, so that's the Christmas tree. But what about uh, what about um, Father Christmas or Santa Claus? You mean Satan Claus? So now that's being a little harsh, Catherine. <laughs> well, we know that in the, the Satanists, to them, the arrangements of letters are not important. It's uh, 
it has the same meaning, right? I mean, in Isaiah, God's, God laughs at the world. He goes, ha, ha, ha. And here we got a jolly fat man going, ho, 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 imitating God. That's just too close for comfort for me. Even that, even that awful German uh, character. Sinterklaas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and then he—it's an evil character, and they have these uh, parades down the streets where the, the the demons come. People dress up as demons and come and grab the kids just for fun. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like fun to me. No, no, but but there's other people, right? The same as the same idea of Halloween, right? If Halloween, if they, <laughs> if if they dress up as a butterfly, is that wrong? Same thing is with this. Is it wrong if they, I don't know, like they're just dressing up? It walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's still a duck. I, I, I'm very clear the principle. The don't, don't. So, so what would you tell a, a don't mess. what would you tell a Christian parent? I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> what, what would you um, tell a, tell a Family. So let's say a family comes to you and says, "Hey, my child doesn't know about Father Christmas or Santa Claus. They still believe that they get presents from him, and I don't want you or your child. And we Christians, we love the Lord, just like you. Um, what do you say to them? I don't want you to tell our child. Don't want you to tell our child that it's a lie. That it's a lie, or anything like. And especially don't tell your child because your child, I know." He's young, may tell. So what, do you, what would you do? Well, for one, I would take them to the side to have a private conversation with them mm-hmm. and then tell them that, well, ask them first if they are Christian and if yeah, oh. they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Of course and then do. I would ask them, why would why would they even celebrate Santa Claus? What is the what is the point? What does he um, offer? Offer lies. <laughs> no, <he's laughs> on, and plus on top of that, why does this fictional character Santa Claus get all the credit for mom and dad going out and buying the gifts for the kids, and you give this fictional character the all the credit for it? that actually your heart and money and all of what you put in and you buy your kid a gift and then you say oh it came from Santa Claus well who you can't see who comes down a chimney who eats milk and cookies mm-hmm. who only gives it to you if you've been good right? yes. doesn't make any sense yes so that's what I would ask them is, and what for what purpose what what would be the purpose of oh, having because I don't want to I don't want to, they'll say they don't, they don't want to steal their uh, imagination or their um, innocence and then I would also tell them that as for me I will not tell my kid to be quiet and not tell another kid if God tells him to tell another kid, then so be it. But I will not silence him to say what is right and what is wrong. I will not silence him to speak up for God. Okay, so you think that um, Santa Claus or Father Christmas, isn't it amazing called Father Christmas, Father of Christ? That's what it's basically, it's mockery, right? 
isn't it like a mockery like father of Christ Um, and coming down a chimney coming and giving gifts isn't that just and then I remember the first time when uh, I found out I was six years old my friends were telling me and I thought no it was and I was defending my mother and my father's honor because you thought they wouldn't lie to you they would not lie to me my parents told me point blank and I asked them a few times I said Point blank, Father Christmas. If you don't, Father Christmas is not going to give you any gifts. And I defended. And when I found out, I was so... I still remember how hurt I was finding out that my parents lied to me. Well, I think there's also there's a whole, there's a whole bigger picture that fits into this. It wasn't this. fun. If people believe that there's such a thing as Santa Claus or Father Christmas, they're told that there's a real tooth fairy or tooth mouse... There's a real Easter bunny, and all these three things do something for you. They bring you gifts, or and then they say, oh, and then Jesus is also real. You know, so these four things are real, and you grow up believing this, but actually there's only one that's real. Don't you put them all in the same category as a kid? I, I've met people who said to me, my parents told me, Jesus, Easter bunny, Santa Claus, and Tooth Fairy, and, and, and none of them are real, so how do I even know which one that Jesus is? And, and you can tell it's a work of the enemy to manipulate and, and lie. Or well, especially to, to initiate a, a sense of lying from a parent lies to their child, right? You, a, a child looks to their parents as as God put them in authority, and they and that's why children should be honoring their parents as they honor, honor God, um, and especially when they're young. And so when a parent lies to them, it, it really just it actually discredits them and discredits everything that they believe right okay so we spoke a little bit about the Christmas tree a little bit about Santa Claus um, what are your thoughts about candles on on cake well, hang on. we should even talk about whether we should celebrate Christmas at all okay well what do you think about that what do you think should we celebrate Christmas at all well how close were we the actual date of Christ's birth is it even in December? What do you think? Well, if we go according to Scripture, I think it's going to be closer to September. No, you think September? What do you think? April or September? Okay. Okay. So what does okay? So so the fact is that we don't we 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 all agree that it's not on it's not in on December twenty fifth anyway. So having said that. What, what, I mean, we know that many people, Christians around the world, just so celebrate you, their just day. Just so that you know, in terms of the timeline, <laughs> it's actually February and, and May. Uh, February to April. That's the time period. So, well, why do you say that? Well, the shepherds were in, uh, firstly, the shepherds were in, the field. shepherds in the field. <clears throat> why were they in the field? Why were they looking after the flock at night? Why? To protect them. Protect them from what? Because this is when they have lambs. When they have their lambs. They have their lambs. So only one time a year that they have lambs. When is that? Spring. Before that. From from February until... So that's the time that they'll be in. So they wouldn't be in in um, winter or in the fall. Um, they would be during um, the time... Lambing season. The lambing season. And that's when they're going to be protected. That's, that's one real good reason. Another good reason is the fact when you talk about the timing that... Mary, well, Gabriel appeared to Mary, and the Bible says, in the sixth month. Mm. So what's nine months from the sixth month? 
Well, this is the first, first. Of oh, the first of a Jewish calendar. So yeah, so the Jewish calendar starts in in May, March, April. Yeah, and so, so six months from that is September. August, September, and, and then compared to August, September, so it would have been nine months later. It would be. So, I know they say September, September, and in in March, the, the the real time is around about um, March, April time period. But anyway, to the point, yes, we all know that it's not the time period of the 25th of December. We know that. Mm-hmm. But we know that the rest of the world... Celebrates it. Okay. Celebrates Christmas. It's even called Christ Mass, which means... Christ's body. That's right. We know that uh, there are many special church celebrations around the world during that time. So what do we do? Yes, what do you do? Or what should we do? Well... I'll take any opportunity I can get to worship and praise God. So, but if I'm going to celebrate the day, then I'm going to make it all about Jesus. Okay. Okay, so, so practically speaking, what would that look like in your home? Practically speaking, it means we would wake up, we would have Bible study that is focused around the birth of Christ. Okay. And then we would praise and worship mm-hmm. and thank God for the special gift, Jesus. And then we'd have a time of prayer. What about gifts? Gifts? Hmm? Nothing wrong with gifts, Nothing. but I wouldn't be putting them under the tree. Mm. So, no, you, so you would still give gifts? One. So you, so you give many. one gift? Not many. Not like three or four or five gifts per. It would be one okay. and it would really just be... Wanting to do something nice. Yes, doing good. Okay, so you'd so be doing good for your child. So you're giving a, a, a gift. So when you have a birthday, do you give a gift to Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm hoping Sarah would remember me and give me a gift. But okay, okay, so you give gifts to Christ. So how do you give gift gift to Christ? By giving it to your son and or daughter? Well, it's doing good to the family, but also another way of doing good would be to get involved in community service, giving about time, giving giving to those in need. Yes. So do you do that? Yes, absolutely. On, on, that, on that time, on, on that day? Well, we, we try and, during that week, we try and get involved with ministries that help uh, feed the poor, uh, feed the homeless, get involved, give, give back. Yes. Okay, so you use the opportunity to, to do to do that. Yes. To, to imitate Christ, yes. He was and and we also would go and go buy food and take it to those ministries. On the on the day. That week. That week. Of Christmas. So on that specific day what I'm hearing from you is you you have a Bible study in the morning about Christ. Mm-hmm. You have a probably a nice meal. You praise, praise the Lord. Worship. You have a nice meal, like a special meal. Mm-hmm. And then you um, give a gift, or we give gifts to one another, mm-hmm. even though it's his birthday, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you give gifts. Well, we know it's not his birthday, so they're actually just giving uh, gifts. I, I, so, so the reason why you are, are uh, so, and then you would you go to church? We yeah, would if there was a church service on that day, but there's no church service. So if there was a church service, we would. You would go to the church yes. service, mm-hmm. uh, and the reason is because you want to be with like-minded believers or people celebrating Christ. So you, yes. So when you go into the, the the church, 
there's a massive Christmas tree that you pass on your left or your right hand side, right? Yes. And you walk in, and then everybody have wreaths in their hands with a little candle that will have a candle lit, and they'll be singing. Uh, we see the scripture fulfilled where it says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and because we have rejected God's law, He has rejected us. Mm-hmm. And our children, right? Yes. But, so okay. we, we, we pray for mercy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't push you in a poking the bear on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, but so, so, but that's a good point. The fact is, what you're doing is, firstly, you, you don't, you want, you want to join other believers, right, yes. across the world. Any opportunity to focus on the Lord. When people say Absolutely. Happy Holidays, you you say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you you bring Christ. So have an excuse to bring Christ up to yes. people. So that's a good. That's always a good thing. Getting connecting with believers, unifying, always a good thing. Um, celebrating the Lord in any way, whether it is His baptism, who cares? The fact is, acknowledging God. In Romans 14, it says, If one man esteems one day above another, I know there's nothing to do with the Sabbath. I know this is more like referring to um, fasting, but it could also be applied that if one man wants to celebrate the Lord in uh, on this specific day, it's up to them. It's between them and God. So go ahead, 25th if you want to. 30th of October if you want to, because God makes all days. It's not the devil. So you can celebrate the Lord on that day. The question becomes now is, how do you celebrate? Right? Is Do you use pagan things to celebrate the Lord, or do you use what God wants? And what I'm hearing from you is you, you try and tend to obviously use what God, how God wants to be celebrated. Right, with loving your child and each other and so forth and so on. Um, and, and the reason is, I know some people have another day that they, they worship the, the Lord, the 6th of January. And the reason why the 6th of January is because of when the Julian calendar was chained to the Gregorian calendar, there's a shift in, in timing. And so that's why people celebrate Christmas on the 6th of January. Also, there's also the, the whole concept of St. Nicholas. People will worship because of St. Nicholas. They give gifts on St. Nicholas Day, right? Um, because they say that he was a, a very kind man who helped the poor. So they will help, on, yeah, they will give gifts for St. Nicholas mm. Day. Yeah, and I remember reading some stories to our kids back in the day about St. Nicholas climbing through chimneys and, and stuff like that. And it was. Looking at me like I'm. Um, not climbing through chimneys. He dropped gold coins down the chimney to help the, the neighbors because they were poor. So he dropped his gold coins down the chimney so that they could. So he climbed up the roof, walked across, dropped coins down. Yeah, I'm just. just I'm in winter. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Seems safe. With a sled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see what I'm saying. So these some of these stories that we used to read back in the day, um, they they took stories and they made things up in order for Christians to buy into it, right? To to support. Which we fell for. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Sadly to say. We have repented. Yes. And also I had a similar, uh, for me, it was similar. I was decorating the tree. I was, I was actually, I had the, the Martha Stewart tree. You know, it was the one that cost the most expensive in the store. It was that tree. 
the one that actually had smell coming from it, you push a button and it starts smelling, it had lights, had frost, it had all that kind of stuff, it had the beautiful tree, and when we had this tree up, I thought, I'm decorating, we're having fun as a family, decorating the tree, and I'm explaining the cross and explaining it to my kids. Oh, and the little candy canes with the, the candy. shepherd sticks. Yeah. Oh, we had an expla ex explanation for every, everything. <laughs> and then I was sitting there one day and the Lord said to me, also, but I, was, I, was, I was just sitting and looking at the tree and he says, Is that pagan? He didn't say it's pagan. He says, Is that pagan? I go, No, it's not pagan. And, he, and I explained to him why, very similar reasons why I don't believe it's pagan. And the Lord said, Okay, if it was a Buddha and you decorated like you're decorating it with frost, with things, would you have it in your house? I said, Absolutely not. It's a Buddha. You can put a, you can put a, a, a ring. A gold ring in a, in a pig's nose is still a pig, right? So, as I'm sitting there, I'm going, Okay, Lord, then, okay, to remove all the everything else, why am I bringing it in on this specific day? Why? And then I thought, This is, this is an idol. Tomato, tomato, it's an idol. And you know what? I can't get around it. And I know there's no lessons in God's laws. So I, we took the tree and threw it away. It was, it was a, it honestly, it, was a, it burnt me because it, it was a lot of money. It was over 800 bucks. And, yep, over 800 bucks. And it was really painful. Then I told it to my, I told the kids that we're getting rid of the tree and I told them the story and, and, and your wife and wife and instantly my kids started crying and then I realized it was an idol why would my kids be crying if it, and I said what we'll do is we won't have a tree but we'll have gifts and they were crying I'm thinking wow they were crying it's an attachment attachment to the tree mm -hmm. how we, we as parents made this into an idol and we celebrated the idol. And we knew that, and we, the way that they responded was confirmation. And I, even I, I felt huge sadness. I, 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 was, I was so upset. I mean, I knew when my husband made a decision, I knew, I knew he was going to stick to it. But the more he said it, the more I realized, yes, he's right. But I, I was crying, I was upset. And then I realized, as I'm crying, I'm like, Okay, there's something wrong with me for crying for getting rid of a tree. Yes. Yeah. And as a form of a tradition, and notice this is more than just a tradition. This is actually a tradition wrapped around a pagan idea, not worshiping God as God wants to be worshipped. So, what do you say to those people listening who now are either probably taking offense or thinking, oh, those are just a bunch of crazies? Oh. Well, what did you say to them? How, how, what, what should they do to, to toughen up for themselves? Toughen up. You think you can disown? Life is tough. Wear a helmet. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Time is too short. No, I would Get, if, if, if you know, if you want to change, don't change. Shoot off the No, but podcast. how do they seek the Lord for themselves on this? What would they do? Let's ask our friends. Well, I would say pray about it. Um, honestly, go see God's face about it. And, you know, just remember that it's 
it's a, it's not the gift under the tree. It's the gift that hung on the tree for us. I would say the same thing. It's take it to God. Ask God yourself whether a Christmas tree is an idol or not and see what he says. See what he tells you. But just be ready to be faithful that if it turns out that he does tell you the same that he tells us, that you are willing to give it up, willing that you, your heart is at the right place, that you are willing to give it up for God. And we know what you say, Andre. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that kindness. Tough enough. Bear helmet. Yeah. Tough enough. Now let's go on to something. I, I know we have a little bit more time. We're like about five, ten minutes. We can quickly knock this out of the park. What about um, a cake? Birthdays. <laughs> pick me, pick me. What about says. birthdays? So, so for your kid, when you when they when say birthday, now. Someone will say, well, birthdays themselves are pagan. Well, okay, well, firstly, the Jewish people, uh, they knew when the child was getting or coming of age. And they would actually celebrate. So they counted they age. They counted age. We also, and, and Yeshua was about 30 years old. How did they know he was 30 years old unless they actually were counting when he was about 30? So they, knew they had a date. Also, we know in the book of Job that even his children celebrated on their day. So obviously they knew a day. So I, so in terms of the day of celebration, I'm not brought into the idea that the birthday was, is a new thing, it's a pagan thing, because it, it's dated back from from long, long, long time ago, and the dating of of comes from the from their birth, and that's why Isaac was so many years from the day and so forth. So we get I get that. My question is the celebration of the day or celebration of the child. The, normally what's always for a birthday is honoring the person now i get honoring the person because i think from god's perspective we are to honor one another and to help one another i get that but the cake and the candles on the cake what do you think about that well we used to do the candles on the cake and when our son was about two years old when we blew out the candles and after you blow out the candles the next thing you would say is make a wish I heard this still voice on the inside ask me well where do you put your hope and I looked at the candles and realized that if I am gonna have a birthday cake I can have a birthday cake although sugar is topic for a different day <laughs> but no candles because we're not making wishes to candles and anything else our hope is in Yahweh alone Amen I can't even be controversial about that <laughs> Okay What do you think? Yeah, now where does it say uh, you know the Bible's clear, it says love, hope and faith these three, three things remain not Cake of birthday wishes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so is a cake wrong? Making a dessert for your for your child is that wrong? For one another? No. 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 I've heard someone say the reason why the cake is round is because it was the moon god. That's what I've heard. That's why the cake's round. To which I say hogwash, because every thing in the Old Testament. <laughs> was always on a pan and it was always round right 
what was unusual would be square cakes. <laughs> if it was a square cake, that would be <laughs> unusual. So when they say it's on the moon god, you're making things up. It's not, it wasn't that those, there, you won't find cakes dating back that were square, right? It was always in a, and they're making bricks and stuff like that, but normally cakes on a pan, they, when you take a blob of, of dough and you put it on, what happens? It spreads out and it's, it's, a, cir it's a circular yeah. thing. So I'm not into that kind of thing, but the thing is for me is, is the candles. And the, when you look at the, the origin of the candles, you see that the origin was actually, um, they used to make these little, these little foods and in the food, it wasn't just cakes and desserts. It was food. They used to put candles in it. Remember we went to this, um, one of the um, Chinese, one of the Chinese restaurants. And in the Chinese restaurant, we walked in, there was food with candles in, um, at the front door. And you, and you look at it and you go, oh, it's nothing. No, do you remember that or not? You remember You're that? talking about at the front door where they had little trays of food, which in, in yeah. honor of the idol. They and then they had candles inside Giving them. it to the idol, yeah. yeah. And the candles mm -hmm. had to stay lit. Yep. So they, they always kept the candles lit. And, and so when the, the gods had their birthdays, that's what they used to do. They used to bring food, put candles on it, and put it in front of them. And then afterwards, it's to take the candles off, and sometimes they ate it, or sometimes they didn't. And, and so, that's where the origin comes from. If you ever spoke to a Jewish person, blowing out candles is a bad thing, because you're blowing out life. <laughs> you light candles, you don't blow candles out. When you blow them out, you're blowing out life. And why would you want to blow the life out? So you see a number of pagan things inside there while blowing it out. In other words, extinguishing the life and then making the wish. You can see the pagan stuff in there. And as, as believers, we need to look at our traditions and see what we can, um, what, what, is, what, is from, what can be based on the scripture and which isn't. Yeah, what truly honors God. And what, yeah, basically what honors God and what doesn't honor Him. So, um, any questions? Any thoughts? Any final questions, thoughts? Before we close in prayer? Well, I, I, I keep hearing in my head people who are listening to this saying, yeah, they're just taking it too far. They are extremists. They're legalists. Uh, you know, that's just for them. It's not for me. And, you know, I, I think that if you sincerely have a heart for God, you would sincerely seek how he wants to be worshipped. And I think the most... the mo Don't think the statement, toughen up buttercup, that is not a good enough statement? You can say that. But I, 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 always, I, always, I always am reminded, and I, I think this was something, I'm not sure if it was you who gave me the analogy, but I was always reminded of the analogy that if... if, if because most people listen to this have a partner, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, someone they like. If you celebrated your significant other's birthday on the date of another person's birthday by giving them their favorite food or wearing their favorite outfit, how upset would that significant other be? Because And, and, and so how much more God? He's a jealous God. So why do we want to use things that celebrate the enemy, the devil, Satan? Why would we want to use those things to honor our God? 
mm-hmm. who is holy and tells us in the first line when his first time he speaks he speaks out loud in one of his first sentences he said i am a jealous god why would we want to why would we want to make him jealous yeah, so that's that's my final thought. I don't know if anyone else has anything else they want to say. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, me too. Okay, mm. so in closing, um, can you pray for us? Sure. Father God, we come before you in the mighty name of Yeshua. Father, we thank you for your word that is truth and life. Father, we thank you that it brings light. Father, we pray for those that hear this message, Lord, that that you would help them. I know that you've been merciful to them. Lord, would you bless them, would you bring them to the truth, the wonderful truth of Yeshua, that we may serve him with all of our hearts in the way that he desires and not what we desire. Father God, we love you. And we bless your name. In Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Amen.